Welcome everyone to Dot Eco Secrets, the podcast. My name is Jennifer and you're listening to episode 8, the BS about post-secondary education. Go to high school, go to university or college, graduate, get a job, get married, buy a house and car and have kids, then work until you die. Does that sound about right? Look, I'm not going to judge you for your individual life path. If that sounds like a dream to you, then lovely. I'm glad it was spelt out so easily. I must sound pretty jaded about this concept because it's no longer a realistic one. Life experience, folks. <laughs> I've gone through several alternate uh, versions of a post-secondary education before I found that it was just not suited for me and that I should not feel ashamed about this. There is still a mindset in much of society that a college or university education is a must in their lives. All this to say, I fully believe in an education, but I also believe in a positive education experience. I'd like to share my experience with you so you can have a perspective about why I feel so passionate about this topic. I graduated my high school with honors, and while I dreamed of becoming a big Hollywood director, I was not accepted in my dream school, which was uh, Toronto's Ryerson University, in the film program I applied for. Which I understand because there are a lot of filmmakers out there and your portfolio needs to be pretty impressive, and mine was definitely not that impressive. In hindsight, had I realized my passion at the time, albeit it was developing, photography would have been the better choice and I likely would have been accepted into that. I also applied for fine arts at both York University and Ottawa U. York accepted me and I actually would have taken it except the campus location is kind of in a weird sketchy area and not totally accessible to the rest of the city. I mean, at least at the time. And you know what? It actually worked out <laughs> because um, that year there was a uh, teacher strike. So not being close to home, it would have put me in a bit of a difficult situation. Now, Ottawa U, uh, unfortunately, did not offer me uh, fine arts, but instead their art history program. What the hell do I do with an art history degree? I took it anyway, because I actually thought that that was my only option. I was close to home, and I had no idea uh, what else I wanted if my dreams were not realistic. All I knew was that this was something society had pushed on me to do. Go to school. If you work instead, you're a failure. This concept had been drilled in mine and many of my friends' heads. Thank you, society. What may have worked many years ago may not work now, and this is a prime example. I took up a part-time job, which eventually became part-time with well, close to full-time hours um, because I, you know, I need to afford my education. <laughs> I was thankful to receive a partial scholarship and a bursary, um, but that was about it. OSAP, which for those who aren't familiar is a uh, student funding assistance program, was not offering to help much, um, so I decided to take on a line of credit and just work to help pay towards that and, you know, living. <laughs> With a few of the things happening in my life, uh, school sucked. I did not excel in my classes, I wasn't enjoying my program, and living off uh, campus meant that I didn't really have any friends and also didn't know the campus very well. The only classes I actually enjoyed was my English fiction class, and uh, well, and mainly because it was a, an intimate classroom setting. Uh, 
also that our professor actually got to know us. So it almost felt like high school. So I guess that was the reason why I liked it. Um, and also one of our uh, philosophy, uh, yeah, philosophy classes taught by this big Russian dude. You could barely understand him, but the stories were really amazing. So I caught an interest in that. It wasn't until I took my business management class that something changed in me. Funny thing is, is I, I took that course uh, like as an elective and purely out of curiosity. And at that time, I never thought about management as something that I wanted or could do. The course was horrible. <laughs> I think I cracked open my textbook a handful of times. I never received any type of homework. Our professor was a proud federal servant and had been a consultant or something like that for the last 20 years. Out of all the lectures, I remember our first lecture the most. He spent it boasting about himself for the greater part of it, and it was a giant waste of time. It was a th so this course was supposed to be a three-hour class, but it was never more than an hour and a half, and his presentations were all through PowerPoint that we actually had access to through our online uh, school account or whatever. He read straight from the PowerPoint, never deviating, and yeah, I still went to class anyway, kind of hoping that I might learn something. <laughs> the textbook was out of date, and even I could recognize that at the time, it was full of generic business information, like how to write a business plan, uh, some basic accounting, or accounting that I guess seemed totally unnecessary unless you were taking accounting, <laughs> and um, a bunch of other... There was a ton of random case studies in there that... It just seems so out of date. Anyway, there is literally nothing from that that I actually currently use, um, nor could I take any of that away with me. Except I knew how to write a business plan, which, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Anything I don't understand, I either choose to learn as I need it, a valuable lesson I will go into another time, or I outsource. Okay, and I failed the exam pretty hard. It was filled with information I didn't even realize we learned about. And though I felt a little better when I started comparing my um, grade to the rest of the class, because you know how they have like the sheet with everybody's student ID numbers and the uh, grades. Yeah, the median wasn't very high, so and like a ton of people failed. So I think I'm, I am not angry at myself for that. <laughs> But I remember my anger about this course and how crappy it was started fire within myself but wanting to actually learn more. I applied for the Ottawa U Business Management Program and I mean of course I was declined because I had literally no business management um, background even in high school. So feeling pretty bummed out, I put education off to the side for a moment. I completed the year and took a year to work full-time in retail. I used it as a learning opportunity to practice my customer service skills, learn more about things like operation costs and corporate level information on a practical level. I quickly learned that I was the type to climb a corporate ladder when I suddenly found myself eager to become a manager myself, so it was a very interesting self-observation. Once my life became settled a bit, I decided to take on an online education. I found a school that had a reputable name for its online education and decided to pursue human resource management. I really enjoyed it. I found the information was more directive, 
I got the attention from my teachers that I needed or wanted and didn't feel like I was wasting my time. I did extremely well, except during my exams. No matter how hard I studied, I've always struggled immensely during tests and exams. I think the exception was always English because I was good at writing essays or at least good at BSing my way through them. I was very discouraged about their testing system, which involved arguing extensively with the dean about the results of one of my tests. I decided to retire this school idea again. While I told myself it was a waste of time and money, it's not, but at the time I thought that, it was also a hard pill to swallow that I should not have taken on a full-time education while also working full-time. Thankfully, my work schedule was consistent, so I could plan a routine for myself, but I was distracted. And I had to accept that it could have been a part of why I failed. I took another couple of years off, and so one day I was pursuing Groupon when I found a business, marketing, and finance education that offered a certificate at the end. I laughed because who buys their education through Groupon? Oh, this girl did. <laughs> I figured, you know what? It's such an inexpensive price. I think it was like $99. that. Let's give it a whirl. Honestly, I think I just needed the confidence booster. I can't get a degree, so at least a certificate. And clearly it was not at a university level, and I was able to get through it substantially, like pretty easily. I actually had to thank my previous education attempts because it did help me get through certain parts of the program, especially the accounting bits. Um, oddly enough, despite how cheap it was, it wasn't actually that bad of a program. I did learn quite a bit, um, and the beauty about it was that it was easier to understand on a more practical um, it wasn't hands-on, but it made more sense. It was a one-year program, and after some hard work and dedication, I managed to pass it, and I did very well. So, woohoo! <laughs> However, after that, I felt so stupid that I could not pursue a university education, that I wasn't smart enough. It took a long time for me to accept that while I took university-level classes in high school, a university education was just not for me. The reason being, which was something that took years for me to accept, was that I'm too hands-on. I need to be immersed in my education. I need to feel passionate and want to know that what I'm learning will mean something. I was conditioned to believe that I had to pursue a post-secondary education immediately from high school. I was threatened with the statistics indicating that by not going right away, reduce the percentage of people who would end up going back. Well, duh, because they found that they didn't need the education. What a scare tactic, geez. And before you're like, oh, why didn't you go to college? Well, I could. to be honest, I, I that would have been an ideal path for me. I definitely considered it, but it was never... I never actually had the opportunity to be able to pursue that. Um, I depended on working full-time, and I actually couldn't find any courses that I was considering that would accommodate that, So, which is the reason why I explored an online education. So I guess that wasn't in the cards for me. I think if like 
not applying for university and I applied for college instead probably would have been much better. But again, didn't know what I wanted to do that would have made sense for college. There's tons of things now that I probably could have taken um, in hindsight, but at the time, no idea. Once I started my business, um, my mom and I decided to partake in, in this online school of business program that was taught by a couple who had a team of coaches and a full program of learning how to sell online, which also included um, a whole coach, uh, coaching program. Um, and while it started off great, it was really immersive and we, uh, it was very educational, um, it ended quite poorly. Um, basically there was a mutiny within the, the school program. Um, all the coaches were leaving. They all left overnight. It was very, it was very bizarre. And then a bunch of the students, us included, just kind of followed suit. Um, to this day, I'm still not entirely clear about what happened, uh, to cause such a mess in their business structure. Um, but they're not together anymore, so I'm sure that has something to do with it. But as I mentioned, the education up until then was excellent. Um, the nice thing was that it actually set us up to open our minds to the possibilities of online marketing. We were suddenly on a path to what we're striving and currently working towards now. Any entrepreneur will know the feeling of people, uh, family and friends alike, asking them when they're going to get a real job. This is my real job, and while I don't need a formal education for it, I do need to keep educating myself, and I do. It's kind of like how a, a hairdresser like from the 80s, she's not still doing hair like she did in the 80s. You know, you need to keep up with the times as they move, to, move ahead of us. So uh, my marketing tactics and skills need to move with the world. I accept change easily, and constantly trying to adapt to the new world, especially online. But try telling someone like my grandmother that. I'm noticing more and more kids these days not pursuing a post-secondary education and instead either exploring the world or exploring a passion. My brother is actually one of these people. I told him as he approached the end of high school to learn from my mistakes and not feel forced to go to school if he didn't feel like he was ready for it. I know my grandmother uh, was, well, and she still is, continuously asking if my brother is thinking about school. And he's 22 now. He's working full time and he's pursuing his uh, music passion. Like, and when he was considering school, he, again, much like myself, didn't really know what he wanted and was kind of tossing up a few ideas that, you know, aren't really him. So. How do you expect a 17-year-old to, to know exactly what they want to do for the rest of their lives? Oh, let's go get a Bachelor of Arts, get into thousands of dollars into debt, and then still not have any idea of what we want to do. Now, I'm not knocking um, a college or university education because it's obviously needed in the right industries. I'd like my doctors and lawyers to be educated. Consistency in education is good. Um, even if you're going into an arts program, uh, I'm sure that you'd develop a style and a passion with a more fine-tuned direction. But that it only works if that's what you want. I took an art history degree aimlessly because I thought I had to. I wanted to go in for, into fine arts and if I got into that or if, like if I went to York for example and they didn't have a teacher strike, I probably would have been going that direction. In fact, I may have found my photography passion through all that. Regardless, 
I tried to rationalize to myself what I could do with an after. I wasn't interested in becoming a curator because, honestly, it meant having to be fluent in French, and I'm not. And, and that's mainly because of where I lived and needing to be bilingual. However, many years later, not helpful at the time, <laughs> my, I, I determined my what-if scenario that if I continued with my art history degree, um, what would have I, what, yeah, what, what would I have done with that? Um, I had actually have likely explored art restoration because I, I'm an artist myself, but I'm, I enjoy problem solving and that, what they do, I find very interesting. But 17-year-old me didn't even know what art restoration was and probably wouldn't have felt nearly as passionate. I'm, not that I'm passionate about it, but I certainly take it an, uh, an interest into it um, now over then. Anyway, I'm pretty sure it wasn't even until I was like 26 when I even thought about art restoration as something I could have done. We need to adjust our education mindsets for the kids of the future. We are stuck in a system of what's expected of us, but not what's practical. We can't all afford a post-secondary education in the society unless you have the means to do so already. And the government is clearly not forking up anything to help us. So we're all trapped in the system of having a piece of paper that ends up meaning nothing with a ton of debt and now trying to learn how to be functioning adults. Let me just skip to the part where I tell you that you don't need a post-secondary education unless you know what you want. You want to be a doctor? Great. If you think you wanted to be, yeah, if you think you want to be a doctor, or you're pressured into it, or whatever, and you start going through the program and you find out, you know what, you hate it, and you want to become an actor instead. Okay, well, clearly a tough call there. <laughs> um, I have come to find a few people who were paralegals and lawyers that left it all to fulfill other passions like photography or marketing. You know, sometimes it's, it's instances like this that you have to think with your heart over your head. Um, you know, if, if you think you want to be a doctor then, and you go through with it, fine. But if you feel like you need to leave, then do that. Follow your dreams. I, I, am I crazy? <laughs> so let's, let's give a hypothetical situation. What if you didn't jump into school right away? Maybe you take a couple years off to work and learn how to adult, as they say, and naturally you find that passion for wanting to become an actor. Now you're not stuck in a position of um, quote-unquote wasting time, energy, and money, contemplating if leaving this doctor program is the right thing to do or not. Let it happen naturally. And just a footnote here, so that was a hypothetical situation. If you do go to school and decide to leave partway, don't beat yourself up about it. Education is education, and it's never really wasteful. If you find the silver lining of what you've come to learn, like how I have through my failing forward, I believe is the saying, <laughs> then you can help transform your future and use it as a benefit. I, I'm just presenting an alternate, uh, an alternative worth considering. So I threw a lot at you, and I'm sorry. If you disagree with me, that's okay. I realize you know, this may come across as a, an, unpopu yeah, an unpopular opinion for many. It might be just my millennial perspective. <laughs> Though I suspect that my fellow millennials would be hurrahing along this episode. But, um, or even the Gen Z kids. 
but out of curiosity, if you do disagree, I'd, I'm very curious about um, your opinion. You can message me on Instagram via at JeanRap, that's J-E-A-N-W-R-A-P, to let me know how you feel about this. I want to thank you for joining in on episode 8. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe for more and join us at karmadesigners.com slash manifesto for a free eco-designer manifesto guide guide where we share our 10 secrets that have helped our success in creating an eco-conscious brand. You can also check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Nested Green for everyday stuff. Have a great day, guys.